Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I am not a crusty crab. Man, I am sorry I am late. I had a work thing, and that is how we're doing. Welcome, everybody, to the Hard Rock Lunchbox, and, of course, the Top 20. If you're listening to the Top 20, if you're not listening to the Top 20, you know what? You're not welcome here at the Top 20. What do you think about that? But if it's next week, then you're also welcome to the Top 20. See, there's a lot of caveats on this show, and if you don't follow along, you just won't understand I believe it was Ferris Bueller. No, excuse me. It was Abe Froman that said, it's understanding that allows people like us to tolerate a person like yourself. And he was the sausage king of Chicago, so I think he knows what he's talking about. My son was actually just out in Chicago uh, for a Street Fighter tournament. Not an actual, like he wasn't like that. Like He actually plays the video game uh, somewhat professionally, so he was out there for a tournament. And I told him if he runs into any trouble whatsoever to ask for Abe from and or at least Ferris Bueller, you know what I mean? Like, just not Cam, not Mr. Fry, Cameron Fry's dad uh, would be bad. Yeah, I just had a super intense situation at work, actually. Uh, I don't even know that I can talk about it, but like, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> uh, I just don't think I can talk about it, but I had something that absolutely had to get done, like, at noon. So I was all ready to go. I had the show all ready to go, uh, I thought. And then uh, what happened is I did the thing that I needed to do. I came and sat down here, and I realized I forgot to turn the camera on because I do that. In fact, it's actually been such a rough morning. I'm going to check just quick in the chat. Hello, chat. Can you hear me? Okay. So I'm putting that in there just because these are the days that I forget stuff like that, like to turn on something, and I'm not broadcasting, so I just want to make sure. Uh, so I'm looking. Chat is still waiting. Chat is being patient. You can join the impatient chat or the patient chat at 99WNRR.com. You can do that. Cool. They can hear me. We can continue the show. Let's get on with it, shall we? I have to get a better camera, by the way. If anyone's got recommendations, i got to check with Annie. Annie from uh, Jackknife had given me a recommendation once before for a camera. Uh, and I looked it up and it was like, I think it was like six or $700. And I'm like, that's not a recommendation. That's just that's just making fun of me. <laughs> that's like if you ask somebody like, hey man, can I get a recommendation on a new car? Like, oh yeah, here's this blown out like expedition you know that seats 75 it's not a recommendation but <laughs> holy crap did i get hosed this week oh man i brought my subaru in for uh the 60,000 mile checkup which is a it's a big one anyway usually you know the 60,000 is the one that runs in the sevens but i needed to replace the lower control arm assembly man my credit card actually felt heavier after that so, thinking about starting a GoFundMe. <laughs> Kidding, I'm not going to do that. I'll figure it out. I won't be buying anybody lunch anytime soon. If you're on that, 
If you're on the lunch list that people, if you're on the short list of people I was about to buy lunch for, um, <coughs> I would make other plans. To be fair, that Charlotte really, that short, that list really only currently contains Charlotte because she's the only one I legally have to still keep. By the way, speaking of legally still have to feed and uh, kids of that age, I had two hurricanes show up to practice soccer practice last night, uh, driving themselves there, which is just like so banana scary to me. I did not have the heart to tell one of them that they went out the exit. No, they went out. They exited through the entrance. Not the best start, but it's all right. I'll just keep an eye on where she is and make sure she's always in front of me whenever I'm driving anywhere. So. That's fun. But let's uh, let's get to some housekeeping, shall we? There's a uh, brand new episode, unsurprisingly, of the Top 20. What is surprising is I haven't got a YouTube warning in a little while. I do have to address, we still have a YouTube warning on there, and by we, I mean Stranger TV, because honestly, even though it was my fault, like, Jimmy G really should be more responsible about the content he's going to be putting on the air here. He kind of deserves the warning. I, I would think that's the way it goes. It's always a no. You know, I don't know for sure. I wouldn't I would think so. Um, I'm going to turn this up. I'm going to turn up my microphone. Is that cool with everybody? Microphone check. Checking one. Yeah. I noticed that... Uh, uh, sorry, just checking in on the chat here. Uh, there's a delay. Yes. Yes, it's just you. Uh, delay like an echo? Or like what is going on? Was that just me? I saw this post uh, before. Yeah, oh, there's, there's always like a... Um, it's less than a minute, but it's a good 30-second delay. Anywhere between 7 seconds and a minute. That sounds too loud. I'm going to turn that back down. The only reason I'm playing with the volume at all is because last week I was singing along with uh, Dracula from Rob, Rob Zombie, and I couldn't even hear what I was saying, which was the you know, the thing about baking brownies and stuff like that. And, you know, if we're going to miss quality stuff like that, like why even bother listening to the show, really? Uh, but anyway, so, um, yes, top 20. Uh, is out this week, and I'm talking about Ron DeSantis, and what a dick he was last week, and now he's even more of a dick, which is like something like I want to get into, like and there's t- like I'm literally saving that for the end of the top 20 if there's time. There is a giant sea monster, sea like seaweed blob in the Atlantic Ocean that has finally hit Florida, and personally, I could not think of a better place for it to go. Uh, if you have not seen that, like, I, I posted something about it, but you can just look up seaweed in Florida. It's just it's just so great. It's, like, nasty and smelly, like most Floridians. So, like, yeah. I kid. I kid the cool one. But I do, I do have some stuff to say. It's just really pissing me off. So check that out. Um, Brazilian tourist dollars, leading cause, 99% of speed tickets. Yeah. The, the whole work zone camera thing, like, it's, it's still a debate, and people are still like kind of mad about it. Actually, somebody that I really like and respect like weighed in on the conversation uh, today or yesterday and said what I consider to be a very dumb thing. And it was like, you know, well, we're you know a collection of people. Like we're uh, the people for the people. Like we should just all get together and vote on whether or not we want those things in. Like, no, that's a, that's a dumb idea. That is a dumb idea because more people would rather not be inconvenienced by the safety of other people. Like if you have like I don't know 500 highway workers that it involves, and what is it like one million Long Islanders now that probably all drive over the speed limit like whenever they can. Like, what do you think that vote's going to be? Like, it, there have been some times where I think. It's 
it's probably a good idea that we start beating children. Like, I think that's a good idea. You want to vote on that, too? Or is that just reprehensible and morally wrong? And we actually don't need a vote on deciding what is like morally acceptable in this country. I don't know if you guys have seen any of this yet, but what came out in the New York Times yesterday, or maybe even the day before, was what they're thinking is the text message that basically got Tucker Carlson fired, and it's basically him talking to a producer about watching this this video on the the day after, I guess it was. He was watching the video the day after the, the, the January 6th insurrection, and, you know, a bunch of, like, MAGA... MAGA people was was beating the like the beating the life out of an Antifa kid. What's well, that was his language. I didn't see the video. I don't care to see the video. Like I understand what happens in street fights, but it was like three on one, and he was basically saying like this is great, you know, I mean, but this isn't how white people fight. Like, he said that in the text, but he was like, you know, I really hope that they, like, even, I was even hoping that they beat the kid to death or whatever. And then he kind of laments that he was feeling that way. Like, what am I even becoming? Like, dude, uh, that that's what you do or did for a living. Like, you incited that kind of violence. Like, if anybody has ever hung out with a group of dudes that was, like, making bad decisions, like, those bad decisions start, like, making a lot of sense when you have a bunch of people doing it. And it's late at night and you're getting angry and testosterone is like, you ever hear of the term mob rules? Like, that's what that happens. Mob mentality is is just tremendously dangerous, you know. And even like Tommy Lee Jones, I realized it was in a movie, but it was Men in Black. So I think it's a, you know, a good reference. And, and Will Smith is like, you know, you know, people are smart. And he's like, no, a person is smart. People are dumb, scared animals. That's exactly what that is. But anyway, keep an eye out for that one because that it may or may not be a bombshell at all about like the real reason Tucker Carlson got fired. But like that mentality is exactly kind of what the problem is. And I don't have any idea why I started saying that. But Bob Rules uh, got new stuff out. Uh, uh, Andrew from Project 86 was the full interview on Baconist in my podcast this past Monday. Uh, the cancellation and the fallout of. Uh, of um, bamboozle was discussion and drinks yesterday. I gotta listen to that because I know it's like you know, um, like kind of like they're talking about that, and I have a lot to say about it. So I'm kind of curious what they think about it. So I gotta give that a listen, and I'll probably weigh on it uh, next week. Um, they also talked to Jag of a Skylit Drive tomorrow. Uh, which will be interesting because I believe they did the interview just before the original singer passed away this past week. So I don't just check that out. And of course, tonight you can check them out on Twitch live stream. But really, what, what's important here and what's an important takeaway about Strangerhood TV is that there's all kinds of programming um, on Strangerhood TV. There really is something for everybody. And I am just going to pull up what my something for everybody is this week because what we really need to talk about is we've just come out of a long like people think that the the like the the divide in this country really started with Trump. That's not true. And anybody that studies pol- politics or sociology will tell you that. What has happened is during Trump when Trump like was coming to power basically, uh, the MAGA people and Trump supporters felt empowered and emboldened to start saying and acting out loud the things they were thinking for years. Most of this stuff started with Reagan, if you want to go all the way back to the fight between Republicans and Democrats on social issues like that, because Reagan 
despite what Republicans will tell you, Reagan was one of the worst presidents of the past hundred years. Don't forget, he refused to even talk about AIDS at the time because he was afraid of dealing with anything with the, with the gays because it thought it would tarnish him, and he let thousands, possibly millions, die because he wouldn't even address the issue, let alone you know have some funds to support it. He also broke the air traffic controllers' union. He busted a union. Unions represent us. People that look like us. People that work for a living. The only people I know that are anti-union are either corporations and politicians or very stupid people that don't understand what unions actually do for you and don't understand their track records. And they always talk about the corruption in the unions. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There is no level of corruption ever in a union. And I'm talking Jimmy Hoffa level of corruption that even comes close to corporate corruption. So stop painting things like they're the, they're equals. They're the same thing. My mom used to do that to me. It's one of, one of the reasons we don't speak and haven't spoken for over a decade. She used to tell me, like, well, so-and-so does this. I was like, yeah, but the person I'm talking about killed babies in a fire, and this other person rounded down for a tip. My mom used to do that shit all the time. These are the equal, because they're both wrong. No, they're not. E- the equality and equivalence are, 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 are completely... Are completely static measure of which you can actually take value and measurement of things, right? If I walk up to you and I'd be like, your haircut looks funny. Or if I walk up to you and punch you directly in the face, are they equal? No, of course not. No reasonable person would think that. So if you're anti-union, you don't have a good reason. Regardless of what the rest of the conversation is, you don't have a good reason. Anyway, the real divide, despite seeding all of it from back then, the real divide started when Obama was elected president because most of the country, most of the white people, and mostly white people, could not believe that an African American had been elected president. And I've watched documentary after documentary. I'm not talking like YouTube bullshit like, you know, somebody with a microphone like this saying something authoritative like this. Like, dude, don't ever take what I'm saying as gospel. I'm not going to lie to you. I'll tell you that. But don't ever be like, well, DJ said it. It must be true. You can think DJ said it, so it's probably true, but I'll also tell you where I've got this stuff from. And most of the stuff actually comes from, like, common sense things. Like, what does it feel like in here? Like, what does your brain tell you? But I'll tell you, like, there are actual research documentaries and stuff that interviewed these people. And you talk to, like, members of Congress, like, the day after Obama was inaugurated, and the entire plan was just say no to everything he wants. We need him to be a one-term president. That was it. They could not care less if it was important or all that other stuff. So that's when it started. But nobody said anything out loud. It wasn't until Trump that people started saying stuff out loud because they were like, oh, he talks like me. Yeah. He's saying what I think. So he must be right. No, Junior. You're stupid, so whatever you think is probably wrong. The fact that he's saying it too means he's wrong. That's a good example of equivalence. (laughs) But I didn't come here to talk politics because that's not important to me today. What I want to talk about is abuse of power. And the reason it concerns me is because it hits home a little bit. And what are we talking about? What is this abuse of power? What is this thing that I'm taking valuable time from my top 20 to talk to you about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Here it is. For me, growing up, 
There was always one thing that reigned supreme. Chocolate bars. This, my five, is my five chocolate bars. Now, I know to look at Chris Waterbury, you wouldn't think he's like this instigator and divider, and yet... I have not been involved more in discussions on a YouTube video in years. And I have been told that I suck on YouTube and I engaged less. Now, what am I talking about? Nobody really knows. But for the purpose of this discussion, Chris Waterbury does a segment on StrangerHood TV called My Five. It's super entertaining. It is always like... Decisive, or not decisive, uh, what's the word? Um, divisive. <laughs> it's decisive and divisive. Because this son of a bitch goes up there and picks five of his favorite things, and I have to disagree with him every single time. And the bitch of it is, and the bitch of it is, it's his show, and he's right, because he's, he's in charge. And there's nothing I can do with it. Other than point some things out. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read <laughs> some of it. I am not, however, going to tell you what the top five are. For that, you have to go to Strangerhood TV, look up Chris's My Five Chocolate Bar, watch it, join the conversation if you dare, and weigh in and tell him what needs to be done. Because here's the problem. Everything was fine. It's fine. It was. It's fine. Like it's, it's Chris's opinions. He's allowed to think whatever he wants. He's a grown ass man. He can be wrong all day if he wants. It's fine. He did the work. He also does a really good job. <laughs> like it's. They're always entertaining. So I highly recommend it. But everything was fine until our very own Donna decided to weigh in <laughs> on the situation. Right. Yeah. Donna messed it up for everybody. Is basically what I'm saying. Let me get some applause for Donna. There we go. So Donna points out that uh, whatchamacallit is one of her favorites, but you didn't give Twix a mention. Twix, the cookie. That'll be important in a minute. What's up with that? <laughs> then Jimmy G agrees with Donna. No Twix, not even the left side. Like, I don't even know, I don't even know what we're talking about. It's my five favorite chocolate bars. Like, it says so in the title, it says so in the intro. So then I have to come and defend Chris. Well, actually, Chris says Twix didn't make the list. Sorry to disappoint. So now I have to come defend uh, Chris. I have to divine, you know, I try and defend the downtrodden and the beaten. And, you know, I don't I don't want them ganging up because they're clearly wrong. So I just tell Chris, I'm like, don't listen to him, Chris. Twix is a cookie, a.k.a. disqualified, because Twix is a cookie. It's chocolate covered, but this is not my five favorite chocolate covered things. Although that would be an interesting topic, and you could do definite variations on that, Waterbear, if you wanted to, but like, you don't have to give me any credit for that. I'm just spitballing ideas here. The think tank that is the Hard Rock Lunchbox, just creating more and more content on StrangerHood TV. So then, but then, <laughs> Donna goes to defend her point. And she says it's part cookie, part chocolate slash caramel in the shape of a bar. I'm sorry, Donna. You're disqualified right there. The shape of a bar? <laughs> it's not my five, five favorite things in the shape of a bar. It's my favorite, my five, fa my, my five cookie uh, chocolate bars. So, so Donna's now clearly wrong, but she's going to double down. I think it makes the cut, and since everything is better with a cookie, so one could argue it may actually be better, uh, superior to all others. Now, 
She makes an excellent point there. <laughs> and I cannot argue with that at all, except for the fact that we are talking about chocolate bars. Jimmy G comes to his senses finally. <clears throat> I, Jimmy G, will accept the exclusion of Twix on the grounds of it falling outside of your candy bar. He quotes candy bar definition because that is the only way it and Reese's peanut butter cups don't just top every list uh, as they're both clearly top quote, chocolate bar-ish snack eating experiences. Now, again, Jimmy is now completely right. So, uh, I point out uh, to Donna, like, as you know, I respect your right to have your opinions, but claiming that this so-called cookie would qualify as a chocolate bar would allow me to claim Jameson or Guinness as my favorite wine, which I also was kind of hoping I would get some support on. I didn't. I say society must have rules. Donna backs down. All right, no need to disgrace Guinness like that. So, So, she's on board. But I do point out to Jimmy, and this is where I stand today, uh, I think the real problem here is that Watersbury's list is not sufficient to the discussion. I move, as an editor on Stranger TV, I have that sort of authority. I move that he either expand the criteria in this My Five or quickly release the remaining My Fives that we all know must be out there. The remaining My Five, cookies, candies, the great nougat debate, etc., that are necessary to fully exhaust this issue. Much like Rupert Murdoch in recent weeks, as the admin of the channel, the authority and responsibility falls to you. Uh, Jimmy has been quiet <laughs> since that. And I don't know if it's a flat out, it's like... But I think the discussion needs to be expanded. And I throw down the gauntlet to Chris Waterbury to do the other My Fives, and then, maybe... Have a my five to the death at the end. Chocolate bars, cookies, caramels. But Chris points out at the end, and he's right. He's totally right. Chris Waterbury, 18 hours ago, I am the only authority on this threat. I rule that all naysayers shall be silenced. Letter B, by the way, not B-E. Silenced and beaten with Crocs for the punishable offense of questioning the My Five hosts' choices and opinions. Now, Waterbury is 100% correct. This is his show. It's his thread. He is the ultimate authority. However, on this show... (laughs) However, on this show... I am the ultimate authority. <laughs> and I will beat myself with Crocs if need be, god damn it. Truth of the matter is, I love Twix. They happen to be one of my favorite candy bars. I can't really eat them so much because like, I'm really 99% gluten-free. So I am at the point where I am like looking at like anything with gluten, like I guess used to do with like Weight Watchers in terms of points and it's just never worth it to me to have a Twix. Not when I could save up a couple of Twix and have like a slice of real New York pizza. Like that's kind of where I'm looking at things like that. So like those are the things, those are the decisions that I have to make here at the Hard Rock Lunchbox. So I never get to have them. But I can definitely live vicariously through anybody who wants a Twix. Left or right is fine. Uh, Snickers are a little bit iffy. Peanut butter cups, I totally agree with you Jimmy. If you're listening by the way the Trader Joe's peanut butter cups. They're minis. Don't let that stop you or fool you. But they're minis, but they're real dark chocolate and they're real peanut butter. They are easily my favorite snack. I limit myself to about one or two when I'm going to have one. They really are small. I mean, they're like that big. 
They're absolutely delicious. They're actually one of the only foods that I take super small bites of, so it feels like it's lasting longer. Like, they're that good. And they come in a little tub that I require to be nowhere near my presence at any time, so I actually have to walk over to it to get it. Because sometimes, sometimes, I can really count on my laziness to be an asset and keep me away from stuff like that. But as sweets go... It's kind of like my top suite. It would be all of my top five. But I don't have to do a top five or my five because that's what Waterbury does here on the channel. I think it's awesome. All I can do is make suggestions and, of course, rebut what he says on my show because, as he pointed out, I'm the authority here. (laughs) We'll have a lot more to talk about during the show today. Sorry I wasted all your time on something that I thought was important or probably wasn't. Don't forget Florida is getting inundated with smelly seaweed. And I am all about it. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, I spent Friday uh, listening to nothing but Tesla and Bullet for My Valentine. Crazy, right? Well, now it's your turn for at least half of that. Hard Rock Lunch Box. So I'm just reading here quickly. Uh, every now and then I like trying to look and uh, see what's going on with that uh, story. Oh, God. February now, I guess. Yeah, with Adriana Kutch, uh, the girl that was beaten uh, and then the uh, in school, and then the video went viral, and she was just, like, basically shamed into taking her alone life. But I do, like, try and follow up on that every now and then, see what's going on, and just, sure enough, man, just last week, a New Jersey school district where 14-year-old Adriana Kutch, Kutch was bullied into taking her life, was hit with another lawsuit alleging officials failed to investigate the on-campus harassment of a different student. The unnamed autistic youngster was mercilessly bullied for years over their sexual orientation and perceived disability, while Central Regional School District administrators showed, quote, willful indifference. Uh, that's that's alleged from the lawsuit. The victim was, quote, subject to a hostile, intimidating, and abusive educational environment starting in early middle school during fall 2021, according to the suit cited by NJ.com. School administrators and other professionals allegedly knew the student was being tormented yet didn't look into the abuse, according to court papers. This, discuss- this disturbing allegation comes in the wake of Krish's humiliating beating at Central Regional High School in Berkeley Township and the online circulation of the video of the attack. Kush took her own life two days later. I don't know what to tell you here. <laughs> like, I... I am so stunned by the behavior of today's school children. Like, I just... I just am. And I was... I was alarmed by some of it when I was in school. Like, I really... Like, we just didn't bully... We name called, and I feel bad about that, right? Like I do as an adult. I feel like I feel really bad about that, and especially someone like me. That like I, I, you know, I I do recall that if anybody ever told me to not call them something, I wouldn't. But if like nicknames, I am all about nicknames. But I, I don't know that I would. I don't remember. I don't remember actively name calling. But I do. I do think like if anybody ever asked me to not call them something, I wouldn't. Because uh, I'm just sort of sensitive to that, but we—I mean, we just did not beat and torture kids. And I know, like, I've seen movies, like you know, where that totally exists and has happened since. And I know people that it's happened to. And I just—I feel like it's getting worse. And I don't know for sure. Um, I know it was 
I know it was bad because like, my kids are very staggered in age. Like they are very far apart in age for kids. Um, and I know that like there was some messed up stuff going on. Like when my oldest was in school, like we'd kind of hear about it, but didn't really affect him any. Uh, and then when when Corey was going through, like he he had he just didn't like the people. Like he had he had his own issues with with uh, public education, which I feel really bad about. Like you know, like being able to look back on it now, at a parent as a parent with new options now. Like it just I feel bad that we just couldn't make that work at the time. Like it just there weren't a lot of options. But in Corey's defense, like he was a good looking kid. He was big so it was very hard it's very hard to pick on Corey. i try every every goddamn day to pick on that kid but you know he's four inches taller than me it's it's like go to your room please or whatever or whatever excuse me and then of course charlotte charlotte basically charlotte dropped out of, of high school effectively so she could go to college so she'll have her associates next year when all of her friends are still um freshmen in college um you know, so she doesn't have to deal with any of that. And Charlotte's been in like real high-end academic kind of stuff ever, ever since I can remember. So like, you know, and like, and I'm not saying that smart people don't bully. Smart people can be obnoxious, you know, real, real obnoxious pains in the ass. And that's a whole other kind of bullying. But they tend to not be physical bullies. I mean, like. Seriously, going to school and getting your ass kicked? Like, what the hell? And, like, I spent a lot of my early elementary doing exactly that, and I didn't like it, but I never thought, like, my life was in danger. Like, this... I am just... I am so, like... There's so many things to be discussed about in this one particular story, and there's no way that anybody can tell me that this is the only place this is happening. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way that this is the only place this is happening. And the school officials just did nothing about it. They knew about it and did nothing about it. Like, that's like that's that's ridiculous. But the heart of the problem, and, and this is what I keep coming back to with, like, a lot of, like, MAGA Republicans. Like, the heart of the problem is not the... Like the head of it, right? Like the heart of this problem is not that school administrators aren't doing anything about it. I mean, that's its own problem. But the heart of this problem is that it exists. Like somewhere in this Berkeley County in the middle of Jersey, like some kids whose parents quote unquote raised them think that this is okay to do, to physically beat other students that have to be there by law. Like the only other place that, that happens is jail. And I don't think it should happen there either. Right? Like, it's not okay. Like, we collectively as a society think, like, all right, you're going to go to jail and you're going to get raped in the shower and, you know, that's going to be your punishment. Like, dude, that's not a punishment. Like, that's, that's like, like a real serious human rights violation. Like, that should not be the way we look upon other people. Like, yeah, murderers and, you know, rapists and, you know, kid killers and pedophiles and stuff like that, they should be punished by the state. The state shouldn't just be like, well, good luck in there. Like, that's not that's not what we should be doing because that's making everything worse. And, like, we get into a big discussion about, you know, uh, jail and, and, and um, drawing a blank on the word, like reha- rehabilitation and stuff like that and, like, what they should be. But, like, that's jail, dude. Like, these are kids that are required to go to school by law and are being bullied by other kids that go to school. And again, it sucks that the administration's doing nothing about it. But holy shit, man. At what point do we get to just, like, beat the shit out of these parents? Like, what point is that? You you think this is okay? All right, how about I run you over with my truck? Think that's okay? 
Because if nothing else, there's always a bigger bully. Always. And I think at this point, like, I think that's what we need. And I generally don't call for violence because I don't think it's the way to, to, to do anything. But, like, what do we do here? Like, what do we do here? What do we do with kids that were raised so poorly that they think it's okay to just beat somebody up in school? Or kids that were raised so poorly that they think it's okay to just shoot each other on the street? Like, what do we do? What do we do? We've got some ideas, but man, I don't really know what's going to work at this point. And that kind of sucks. But I do have a really interesting take on a really great song. It's the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus doing a symphonic edition of Face Down, one of my favorite all-time songs, certainly my favorite from them. And while I think this could have been pushed even further, I really, really dig it. And maybe you will too. What's next on the box? Hard Rock Lunch Box. That's basically a sample of what I did on Friday. <laughs> I think I had mentioned, well, as Bill heads out to his meeting, uh, I think I had mentioned last time, or maybe even the time before that, my daughter Charlotte is now re-binge watching The Office, which is problematic for me because every single time it's on and I'm like up to get like a drink of water or a cup of tea or whatever, I end up, it's like, I don't know, like the show is so great, like every episode has like a great scene in it and I just keep finding those scenes and then I'm just standing there like an idiot for 10 minutes watching this great scene unfold and I guess it was yesterday, maybe the day before, I totally forgot about this. It's the one, I gotta pull it together. I can do this, I know it. It's the one. Okay, it's the one where uh, Toby comes back from Costa Rica and he starts working at the office again. <laughs> and like Jim just sort of alludes to it, like, "Oh, you know, you should check with Toby or whatever." And Michael's like, "It's funny, Jim. Like, doesn't realize because Michael never goes back into the annex, so he doesn't know that Toby's back working." And then finally, Jim's like, "Yeah, you should really walk back there." And Mike's like, "Okay, like, all right, Jim, I'll walk back there." And he walks back there. He comes face to face with Toby, and he's just like. No! No! <laughs> In my head, I assume that's the meeting that Bill is going to, but he's probably not. I don't even think Bill has an MX. Uh, what I found today and didn't even realize this was a thing was apparently brand new Foo Fighters. Now, I don't know if this is old, older Foo Fighters re-released, older Foo Fighters that I never heard before. I really don't know. Feel free to chime in in the chat. 99WNRR. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Or more importantly, if Chris Waterbury is right or wrong about his stance on the candy bars. I have to think he's right. But here is what may or may not be brand new Foo Fighters. On a box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man, some brand new Skindred for you. I hope you're digging them as much as I am. It turns out this week, uh, from Melissa's Music Minute, I'm air quoting, uh, uh, she, for some reason, sent in two good songs. I don't really even know what to do with that kind of nonsense, but yet, here we are. So, I mean, I guess I can not quote it. Mel's Music Moment, brought to you by the Hard Rock Lunchbox, right now. Hard 
Rock Lunch Box. She was born with a golden heart. So my girl's a precious smile. Can't believe he ever saw that. Turn the soul as a work of art. Different men, a different life. Didn't think he could ever fall to the tide. I promise not to. Skyline, uh, my buddy Joey's band. I gotta call Joey. I gotta call Joey about a show. See if we can kind of make that happen. Why am I getting feedback? Hello, hello. <laughs> I don't know. Let me turn this off. If I turn this off, feedback. If I turn this off, I get feedback. Check. I don't know. Weird. 
I don't care. Do you care? I don't care. So I was trolling through uh, Spotify earlier today, and I, and um, a lot of times I like the fans also listen to section because I really do kind of come across other bands like I don't know that I know. So I was interested in checking it out. So I did exactly that, and I stumbled across to the band He Is Legend, which I heard the name of but never heard any music from. But uh, that ends now. It's called The Seduction. It's on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. All right. Now, I understand that some people are concerned that I might, may or may not be in a tunnel. And that could be. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get the laptop to start working better and stop being such a dick about things. Uh, But that does not seem to be happening um, because what I really want to do is I want to start bringing back uh, interviews. I want to start doing interviews again for the Talk 20, which you might remember uh, comes up kind of after the Top 20. But so far, it sounds like I'm yelling at you via the inside of a bathtub, and that's not helping no one, nowhere, no way. Uh, Whose chair is that? Exactly. I'm going to keep working on this. In the meantime... I've got some Metallica for you, because why not? Hard Rock Lunch Box. All right. I don't think I figured out my problem here with the recording, but... Oh, well, now it's doing that, too. Hang on. If I pull this out... Is it doing it now? No, it's gone. So it's only, only when I run it through the laptop, which means I have done nothing but make the situation worse. Yeah. All right. Clearly, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I know, Jimmy. It's all right. Well, one thing I can do relatively... One thing I can do relatively well is point out that I really like the new Fall Out Boy stuff. I know it's somewhat controversial, but I don't care. Much like Chris Waterbury and the My Five, I don't care because I'm the authority. But I also like older Fall Out Boy, too. So, sue me. Hard Rock Lunch. Yeah, now I realize that I did not get a chance to talk about uh, the stupid things that people from Florida, Republicans from Florida, were saying uh, vis-a-vis the DeSantis and Disney fight. Like, just really bananas. Like, <sighs> but what I can do for you is play the new Rancid, which I have been digging ever since it came out. Hard Rock Lunch Box. Yeah, man, just cruising around here on a Thursday, just minding our own business, right? Yeah. Pretty strange, actively working on new material they're going to be recording later this year. But in the meantime, of course, we've got their weekly Craving of the Week with Craving Strange. It's a classic.
Hard Rock Lunch Box. Ah, little boxcar racer for you. It is time once again to end this disastrous train wreck we call the Hard Rock Lunch Box. This thing we do every Thursday because we like to. It's always a no. Because we have to. Yes, there we go. Let's give me a let me just turn on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think after almost 10 years, I'd get that, but... Uh... It's always a no. Thank you, Jimmy. Of course, that's true. It's definitely true. Of course, it's true. Uh, but I'm going to send you on your way with something that I uh, think is not only a good song, but really, really practical advice for anybody thinking anything to the contrary. But I do want to thank you for listening to everything that we had discuss here on the box we'll get to florida ruining the world um next week probably if they don't do something else in the meantime uh and also in the meantime enjoy your brand new uh seaweed smelly seaweed florida i can't think of anybody that deserves it more than you and everybody have a really good week it's supposed to actually warm up a little bit over the weekend i'll keep you posted on hurricane nonsense not the storm but the soccer team next week and uh Yeah, man. If you're thinking about joining a band, please don't. And here's why. I'll see you next week on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box.